So today we will finish session 46. This was um, received April 15, 1981. This is the re-listened version. Uh, about half of this, a little bit, about half or so of session 46 was um, taken out of, was not included in the original printing of the first four volumes because of personal material, mainly about um, uh, the cats, Carla's, Carla, Jim, Don's, their cats, two cats, and their harvestability, and uh, that was considered too much personal. But, but where that discussion uh, led was to a consideration of uh, cancer or body illness, such as cancer uh, and tumors, as catalyst, as catalyst that's formed by uh, what could be called the non-efficient use of catalyst. I mean, catalyst, on, when, when catalyst or life experience is not met in, an, in a harmonious way, or not met according to the requirements of our path, right? Positive path, uh, the key to the positive path is acceptance. The key to the negative path is control. When we don't meet life experience or what comes in up in us in body-mind, what arises in, what appears in the body, what arises in the mind, what appears in the field of our environment with people around us, what comes to us by life circumstance, when that's not met with uh, acceptance um, for us and, and the vast majority of souls on the positive path, then uh, that catalyst not used or not accepted by mind and spirit is offered to body and becomes symptomatic or symptom symptoms are generated, such as tumors and cancers and this and that. And in fact, the whole body our whole physical body, all of it, can be considered a symptom <laughs> of distortion in mind, a symptom of, um, of in, imperfect um, processing, imperfect catalyst processing in the past, in past lives. You make your own reality, you make your own body. Beings are the inheritors of karma, the heirs to karma. And so, Gautama said. And so, obviously, you know, every body... Uh, every aspect of body symptomology, including a cough and a sneeze, and pimples and deformity and illness and chronic conditions and, and acute conditions and all sorts of things, everything, really, is karmic result. Um, and everything that is significantly troubling uh, of body can be uh, certainly can be looked at, uh, should be looked at as uh, a symbolic manifestation uh, representation of uh, learning not achieved by mind as having a meaning. Why do I have this body condition? And so Ra talked at length about cancer and how it develops as body symptom for those on the positive path and those on the negative path, for those on the positive path who haven't brought love and acceptance and understanding to their anger and cancer developing for those on the negative path uh, for uh, when they have been unable to um, control and then appropriately vent and utilize their anger uh, in service to self, in control and domination of others. 
And this, you know, there really is no source on Earth that talks this way. There is none. Zero. Just as there's no source on Earth that I'm aware of that uses the term the law of confusion for the law of free will. Maybe some later sources that read the raw material have. And more people are uh, incorporating teachings of the raw material in so-called channeling these days. I've seen some other channeling, claimed channeling, that may be pretty good, or a lot I can agree, that borrows heavily from the raw material but doesn't credit. And um, you will see more of the negatives making use of principles of the raw, of the of principles of soul evolution and cosmic plan presented by Ra in the LNL five books channeling uh, used in a tricky way uh, in other uh, so-called spiritual documents or channels teachings. Uh, increasingly in the last few years. So be aware of that. <clears throat> uh, Ra, in this session 46, which we're going we're gonna to start again at 46.12 and finish pretty quickly. There are only a few <laughs> questions later to end uh, the session from uh, where we left off last time. Uh, the first basic principle, again, is that uh, body illness of any type or any significant body symptomology that has an emotional charge for us uh, can be seen as uh, catalyst karmically generated, deserved, uh, self-created phenomenon uh, that can be recognized or used as catalyst for greater self-understanding, for us on the positive path, greater self-acceptance, uh, greater self-love, greater love, greater love and wisdom. Uh, in our uh, processing of the significance of that uh, body symptomology, like you really can heal your own anger or your own cancer. You can heal your cancer. Some people really do. Um, and other people do a lot of effort and then the body symptomology doesn't heal. And there are metaphysical reasons uh, in both cases. Uh, and so that's a whole complicated thing. But uh, the, uh, the ideal or efficient, what Ra, you know, Ra uses the phrase, the efficient use of catalyst. And so comprehension of catalyst is um, basically uh, the skillful use of life experience. What Ra calls catalyst, we may call life experience. Oh, I have this illness in the body. Oh, all of these uh, thoughts of my guilt or my uh, loss of love in the past or my, you know, he, she wronged me, whatever, all that thought. You would say I have terrible experience of uh, remembering the past or something. That's catalyst or can be seen as catalyst. And the key is um, the you know understanding how to use it, or how to meet our life experience as a catalyst uh, with in the positive path. Uh, basically, the principles of uh, acceptance and um, the seeking to understand more deeply, and then move to forgiveness. Then Ra also presented in uh, forty-six seven. Uh, and nine, uh, what I'm calling a tantric type practice, which is used in uh, some forms of Buddhism, not not Theravada, 
<laughs> not it actually it's used in esoteric Buddhism or Vajrayana related schools which is a kind of um, internal exercise I'll read a little of 46.9 again this is not the standard way of handling anger and uh, it's a particular type of exercise that may be useful for some people sometimes Ross said Don was asking uh, if the entity polarizes towards the service to self path would anger have the same physical effect as it affects an entity polarized towards the service to others path would that anger also cause cancer or is it just catalytic effect working in the positively polarized entity so there's a lot of this was all new to him and new for anybody reading this first time uh, anger arising in mind strong feelings of anger can be considered catalyst uh, its effect in the long run depends on how it's used so raw answers 46 7 catalytic mechanisms are dependent not upon the chosen polarity of a mind-body-spirit complex but upon the use or purpose to which this catalysis is put thus the entity which uses the experience of anger to polarize consciously positively or negatively does not experience the bodily catalyst catalyst meaning the anger doesn't turn to cancer but rather uses the catalyst in mental configuration now there are many ways of using the catalyst of, of anger or sorrow or fear in mental configuration use except the mind is accepting the catalyst willing to accept it and feel it and process it now this is one particular exercise that is more of um, uh, is is more uh, magical in a certain way or a metaphysical it's very it's more creative than simply what I would do is just to accept it and understand it and move to forgiveness but this 46 9 is how to use it. Ross says, the entity polarizing positively perceives the anger. The entity, if using the catalyst mentally, blesses and loves the anger in itself. It then intensifies this anger consciously in mind alone, not by voice, not speaking, not acting physically. Intensifies the anger consciously in mind alone until the folly of this red ray energy is perceived not as folly in itself, but as energy subject to spiritual entropy due to the randomness of energy being used meaning its own randomness its disor the, the disorder of emotionally charged experience meaning it's the anger or sorrow grief or fear panic arising in mind and body is itself entropic disorganized and uh, needs to be met in a polarized way with uh, acceptance or control positive path acceptance negative path control for that to become a usable catalyst it's used on a positive path or negative path by its transformation according to the principles of the positive path or the negative path and on the positive path Ross said positive orientation provides the will and faith to continue this mentally intense experience of letting the anger be understood, accepted, and integrated with mind-body-spirit, mind-body-spirit complex, and then in some cases related to other, the other self, 
which is the object of anger, if it's anger to other, is thus transformed into an object of acceptance, understanding, and accommodation, all being reintegrated using the great energy which anger began. Now, uh, how we handle the anger is akin to how we are with others. If we uh, move to with will and faith, by an act of will, based in a sense of faith in self, and a sense that this too shall pass, and I won't die, and I'm not evil and terrible if I acknowledge this big anger in me, or my anger, it's okay. It doesn't mean I'm, I'm evil. Uh, I will not combust and explode. Uh, uh, other people won't, you know, exile me. Uh, it's okay for me to allow and even amp up this anger in my mind. Uh, that's will and faith, I think. Then uh, we're letting it um, to basically mentally intense experience, letting it be uh, understood, accepted, and integrated, or accepted, understood, and integrated. Uh, this uh, this way of meeting the anger, which again is uh, intensifies the anger con- intent consciously in mind alone. So we perceive the anger or sorrow. We then intensify the anger or sorrow, whatever, the emotional charge. Intensify it consciously in the mind, uh, with uh, by uh, focus will, and attention, with a sense of faith. Hopefully, uh, ideally, a sense of faith in ourselves and faith that we will, you know, I shall survive. Um, and it doesn't mean I'm an evil guy, uh, and doesn't mean I'm going to go out and do anything bad, and uh, doesn't mean necessarily I'm going to be exiled from uh, my friendships. Uh, but let me amp it up, uh, intensify it consciously, and then understand it, accept it, and integrate it. To me, the process really is accept it, in, understand it, and then integrate, and then move to forgiveness. Uh, observing, uh, accepting, which really means willingness to feel. And then understanding, I think, comes next, because it's the willingness to know that which we're willing to feel. So we observe it, we then uh, seek to be willing to fully feel it, which is called acceptance, and then we seek to be willing, or we will to seek to understand it, or know it deeply, called understanding, then we uh, make that integration. The integration really is done by accepting and knowing it as an element of the great self, of the greater self, of the total self. And uh, we obviously need uh, fair responsibility and forgiveness of self and other but but not a fake forgiveness and um, not a self tormenting blaming uh, distorted responsibility but this is the cycle this is the cycle of healing emotional pain this is it it doesn't have to be mentally amped up or intensified consciously in mind alone. When we listen to YouTube song, sorrowful YouTube songs from my childhood and cry and cry, that is exactly an example of this intensifying the emotional charge, in that case sorrow, grief, sadness, intensifying it consciously in mind alone. 
Now, when I listen and listen and sob and sob and feel and feel and understand more, I don't consider that this is a folly, foolish red ray energy being um, perceived. I don't consider mentally that it's energy subject to spiritual entropy due to the randomness of energy being used. You have to, you have to make Ra's principles, th these are universal principles through Ra, you have to make them your own. Uh, you don't have to think the way they think, but the basis of what they say are, are the principles in play, meaning um, allowing oneself to rage and rage in mind, or allowing oneself to sob and sob in mind, or, you know, alone in the room, listening to music, or whatever. Uh, that process, which is totally akin to what Ra is presenting here in 46.9, um, is based on the truth of the principles that the uh, emotional charge arising um, is uh, entropic energy that needs to be channeled or needs to be met in a certain way for work to be done. What work? The work of polarization. What's that? The work of spiritual growth or unblocking first, second, third chakra blockages and activating you know, higher in coordination. What is spiritual work? What is spiritual work? <laughs> well, it's unblocking the energy blockages of one, two, three, and activating in balance uh, love, wisdom, and coordinating with six. And, um, you know, that's done by, or well, one way to do it is by this cycle of self healing, which starts with observing, willingness to observe and uh, acknowledge where I am now, what's going on for me now maybe big anger, big sorrow, whatever, and then the willingness uh, to feel it fully, that's acceptance, and then the willingness to understand it more deeply, that's knowing, and then the willingness to take fair responsibility, that's maturity, and then the willingness to forgive self and other, <clears throat> and that's the willingness to let go, and then one can let go and make better choices next time. Now, it doesn't have to be that one intensifies the energy charge consciously in mind alone to do that but it's helpful so you can see it bigger you know so you can see it more clearly and know it uh, and and uh, not you know uh, not avoid the pain in my mind that's the point and so Ross says acceptance is key to the positively polarized use of catalyst and then they said before control is key to the negatively polarized use of catalyst between these polarities or between these two skillful modes of meeting emotional charge, skillful modes of meeting uh, emotional uh, energy blockage that arises in mind as distortion or uh, a painful way of meeting life circumstance, uh, mind pain. Between the, the extremes or the, the skillful on the positive path use of acceptance or bringing love to bear and the negative path use of control and um, venting on, on other for control uh, between those two lies the possibility of generating uh, disease symptomology in body that's what Ra calls the potential for the random and undirected energy meaning emotional charge creating bodily complex um, in some way or another and Ra said in 46.10, Don's asking, I'll just review, we'll just pull from here and go forward. 
4610, Don said, then as I understand it, you are saying that if the, if the positively polarizing entity fails to accept the other self, or if the negatively polarizing entity fails to control the other self, either of these conditions will cause cancer. Is it correct? Ross well, is partially correct. Uh, the first acceptance or control, depending on polarity, is of the self. Anger is one of many things to be accepted and loved as part of self or controlled as part of self if the entity is to do work. Do work equals polarization, positive or negative. Work on the positive path is based on, you know, a balanced, full meeting with green and blue, green, blue, indigo. And the negative use, the negative work, negative polarization is based on further careful blockage of 1, 2, 3, 4, and negative use of wisdom 5, and uh, basically venting that in relation to others for uh, domination control. And so 4611, Don's going, so are you saying that if a negatively polarized or polarizing entity is unable to control his own anger, or unable to control himself in anger, that he may cause cancer? Is it correct? Ross it's quite correct. Negative polarization contains a great requirement for control and repression. Repression is of the negative path. If we repress our own emotional responses, we are depolarizing. If we, you see, and so you can see how religion um, in global, you know, global formation of religion historically has been a uh, voice of self-repression or emotional repression in many cases, right? Repression of sexual desire, repression of various emotional needs or wants for companionship or uh, community or something. Uh, meanwhile, it's possible to restrain oneself or not engage in all of those natural desires and still remain on the positive path. That's another matter. Uh, but uh, the negative use of catalyst includes repression and then control and venting. Um, repression is a form of control. When we repress our emotional responses, we are emotionally controlling, self-controlling, depolarizing, and not activating heart chakra. And so we have to be careful about that. There's a difference between repression and restraint. Restraint of my mouth, restraint of my hands in, ver in speech and action is not the same as um, avoidance, dislike, repression, submergence, suppression of uh, painful emotional states of mind that I don't want. Different. And so uh, the first acceptance or control is of the self. Uh, the degree to which we accept our own mental mental emotional process will be uh, very much akin to the degree we can accept and understand others emotional process uh, if it triggers you if their process triggers you it's you triggering yourself um, with an emotional uh, in relation to uh, emotional charge that you probably haven't understood and accepted quite well yet so being triggered emotionally is not triggered by, is, you know, the trigger is the catalyst or catalyst of, of person or situation, uh, or the person or the situation can act as a trigger, 
that is a catalyst so we may then uh, feel that which we've repressed or that which we've avoided. Uh, but there's no way to freedom from painful emotional charge uh, for us on the positive path. There is no way other than some type of open-hearted accepting and understanding and then integration through, again, uh, a sense of responsibility, fair responsibility, and true forgiveness. Um, those are the higher stages of the cycle of self-healing, I believe. And so some of the new material, Don's asking, a repression of what? Meaning, uh, for the negative path, how they efficiently use catalyst, repressing what, how. Ross said, any mind complex distortion, which you may call emotional, which is of itself disorganized, needs, in order to be useful to the negatively oriented entity, to be repressed and then brought to the surface in an organized use. Thus you may find, for instance, negatively polarized entities controlling and repressing such basic bodily complex needs as sexual desire, in order that in the practice thereof, of that repression and bringing up, the will may be used to enforce itself upon the other self with greater efficiency when the sexual behavior is allowed. And so uh, that's a typical uh, negative methodology of... Um, self-denial, what commonly macroscopically is called self-denial, or the denial of the urge to fulfill bodily or emotional desires. Self-denial, denial of urges, uh, so as to strengthen the will by that denial, so as to have a, a concentrated concentration of will and desire for when the desire is finally allowed to um, seek the object of uh, acquisition, seek the object of desire, um, which would be met with um, aggression or control or domination and all that. That's the negative way. To the extent that positively oriented folks do self-repression, uh, we've got you know monsters in the deep mind, people who are afraid of their own subconscious, uh, or the extent that you know we have fear of of being open to our own process. Uh, it's a fear of what we have repressed, fear of the whole shadow. It's really that which is in the shadows, that which is not illuminated by consciousness, the illumination of consciousness. It's not their word, and so the bright light um, of conscious attention, making the unconscious conscious. Jung talked about that. Uh, that is the way of understanding acceptance um, and positively polarized use of catalyst, bringing love, light, attention, care, and um, embrace, and then integration to painful emotional states of mind and patterns, which would be, you know, very normal for us to be carrying from this lifetime's past and the past lives um, that are the basis for our character and tendencies now. 46.13, then the positively oriented entity, rather than attempting repression of emotion, would balance the emotion as stated in an earlier contact. Is it correct? Ross says it's correct and illustrates the path of unity. Positive path is the path of unity, service to other or service to all. Service to all, positive path is the path of unity. 
what's called the negative path, service to self, is basically a path of separation. Uh, taking the illusory, taking the uh, apparent experience of separation, me and you, here and there, this and that, better, worse, time and space, dot, 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 taking the, uh, the uh, common experience of what's called the illusion of limits, Ra calls it the illusion of limits, the illusion of light, the concept of light giving birth to an experience of the illusion of limits, right? Everything I look at has a delimited edge. Well, that's the, the objective uh, or spatial limit, spatial material physics, you know, based uh, material limit to the object's form. Uh, likewise, uh, my awareness seems limited and everything seems limited, but that's um, the experience of separation or duality that uh, falls away and changes with realization of the law of one. Uh, the seeking uh, to know the one uh, as is, as it arises, as it is without illusion, is the path of unity. Uh, negatives are also on the, on the path, the spiritual path, you know, the positive path, path of unity, path of love and unity and truth, negative path, path of separation and control, uh, both of these are actually ways of traversing the one path, which is the path of return. So the path of return can be understood in the polarity of positive and negative paths, one which takes the experience of separation and duality and seeks to find the essence uh, of its nature right here, which is, uh, uh, which is, will lead to the real, an experience of the reality of unity and non-duality, all is one. On the negative path, they take the uh, common experience of separation and duality and limits um, and seek to master it, seek to become um, the king of the dirt hill, the king of illusion. The, the emperor, the emperors of illusion, and so the path of falsity, the way the negative path is the way of falsity, and so that's um, not the path of unity, but it leads to unity. <laughs> in in sixth density, they'll transfer over, and so. But just remember that self repression or repression, emotional repression. Uh, this is not the same as saying no to somebody, meaning. I won't let you do whatever you want. Is that repression? No, that's not repression or control because you're not seeking to take. You're sim simply seeking to preserve oneself or set parameters for relationship. But uh, what's, what's commonly called self-repression or emotional repression uh, is depolarizing for us on the positive path. It is not the way of Green Ray to push down uh, and avoid what's painful in my heart, in my mind. 46.14, then, Ross, Don says, then, cancer is a training catalyst operating for both polarities in approximately the same way, but creating, let's say, to create polarization both, creating in both directions, positive and negative, I don't know what it said here, depending on orientation of the entity experiencing is a correct, it's a confused, I don't understand this, but his question is a little confused. Cancer can be seen as a, Cancer is a catalyst, like every experience of body, mind, and, and relationship situational, is a ca can be seen as catalyst, can be seen catalyst in general, can be seen as uh, part of our training or useful for our self-training, 
It operates for people, uh, souls on both paths. Uh, it doesn't create polarization, but it can be used to do further work on our polarized path or on our path. You know, some foolish people who criticize the raw material say, oh, polarity, polarity is human invention, you know, you're stuck in duality. But, you know, there is a difference between, um, you know, uh, Attila the Hun and Bobby Kennedy. And there's a difference between comforting those in pain and, and slaughter. <laughs> uh, so there's a difference, and that's called positive versus negative use of catalyst or positive versus negative orientation. Yeah, there's a difference. So if you want to say there's no polarity, uh, then Attila the Hun and Bobby Kennedy uh, manifest exactly the same, right? Because there's no duality, right? It's all one, right? There's no difference. It's all same, right? So some silly people bring in uh, unity into the discussion of the duality of relative view or the uh, apparent, you know, experiential duality of intention and manifestation, um, you know, in time and space. So whatever Don's question was about training catalyst, Ross said, this is incorrect in that, and he's talking about how, Ra's answer is how catalyst itself is not intending to train us. Life doesn't necessarily, well, catalyst arising in and of itself is not, um, is not intentional. However, it is part of the, the overall plan, may all beings seek and become one. So Ra said, anyway, this is incorrect, in that catalyst is unconscious, and does not work with intelligence, but rather is part of the, shall we say, mechanism of learned teaching set up by the sub-logos before the beginning of your space-time. So, in the development of octaves, solar systems that are seven-dimensional, in which one planet is moving into second density, uh, plant-animal particularly, the Logos uh, becomes a sub-Logos by the um, structuring of the laws of light, the laws of light-love. It is the mechanism of self-learning or learned teaching uh, established by the Logos that becomes a sub-Logos when it makes that structuring of light-love, when planets go into second density, uh, that is the mechanism by which uh, karmic law occurs in that octave. It's the mechanism by which uh, uh, the, ener the generation of, of energetic or energetic response um, by decision, by action, um, is subject to causation. Right? Uh, I um, form the energy follows thought. So I form the belief. Uh, in, in an analysis of 4614, which is really very deep, Ra is saying that catalysts or what arises in the body, in the mind, in the life, in the, in the field of phenomena, object, you know, so-called outer world around us, other people in society, that catalyst is unconscious to the extent that it doesn't sell, it doesn't intend in and of itself to do something to us, or it doesn't intend in and of itself to have us use it to grow. 
You can say that life teaches you, but actually you teach yourself by using life wisely, by handling life wisely, by responding and working with the life that comes to you wisely, with love wisdom. That's how you teach yourself. Now, it's not, it doesn't work with intelligence in the same way as an ensouled being intends. Uh, karma is not intentional in a personal way, it's intentional as part of the um, cosmological setup, or the setup of the octave, the metaphysical structure or scaffolding of the laws of light love in the octave, set up by the Logos, which has become a sub-Logos, in managing the evolution of planets in its solar system when one planet gets to second density. Then light love energy, uh, the, the stream or the interplay of intelligent energy itself is uh, tweaked or modified by that Logos, becoming a sub-Logos, uh, establishing, uh, establishing the way that light love interacts with itself, which includes the law of karma. Uh, and that is the mechanism of learned teaching set up by the sub-Logos before the beginning of your space-time. means before you even before there's even a third density phase, the laws of uh, causal the, the causal laws or the essential octave laws of cause and effect or structuring of light are set up by the logos or the sublogos before there's even a 3D cycle. And so it's just a fine point that by the establishing of the law of karma, which I say is uh, can be understood as the the uh, the metaphysical uh, reflectivity of light itself, the essential self-reflective nature of light, light love, love light itself, as the basis of karmic law in the octave. That by that mechanism. Um, it's uh, structured that way as a mechanism so that beings may seek and become one. The original desire is that entities seek and become one. The way, the mechanism by which entities in an octave may do that seeking and becoming one, meaning moving up through dimensional levels, um, is by the mechanism of, um, of karmic law or the intrinsic reflectivity of light love itself. And there's more to talk about, but that's just an introduction. And so Don, again, um, doesn't quite get the subtlety that uh, Catalyst doesn't teach, but our wise, balanced response to Catalyst according to the requirements of our path leads to self-teaching. 46.15, Don says, How does cancer do this learned teaching when the entity has no conscious idea of what's happening to him when he develops cancer? Again, the cancer doesn't do the learned teaching. Uh, we do self-learn, self-teaching when we use can cancer or any bodily illness or, or any uh, emotional charge, arise and arisen, arisen emotional charge. When we use it, According to the, the principles of the positive path, we are doing self-learning, self-teaching. Ross says, in many cases, the, canc the catalyst is not used, obviously. And this is explained more fully 
uh, in 46.16, a very important answer. Uh, Don was questioning, what's the plan for the use of the catalyst of cancer? means, what's really, what's the logoic intention for the establishment of experience in the octave? Why do we even have experience? Meaning catalyst. Catalyst is what we commonly call experience. I had the experience of being uh, rejected by my girlfriend. I had the experience of winning the lottery. Those experiences are, can be called catalyst. Catalyst meaning an accelerant to self-transformation an accelerant to polarization on either path. That's why it's called catalyst, uh, because it's, uh, an, it, it's an additive, <laughs> an accelerant additive that um, leads to self-transformation, you know, the uh, evolution of mind-body-spirit complex, us. Ross says, the catalyst and all catalyst is designed to offer experience, and actually we form experience by our use of catalyst, the experience in your density may be loved and accepted, or it may be controlled. These are the two paths, love and accept, or control. When neither path is chosen, the catalyst fails in its design, and the entity proceeds until catalyst strikes it, which causes it, which actually not quite causes it, but causes it to form a bias toward acceptance and love, or separation and control. There is no lack of space-time in which this catalyst may work. And so... This is also a key principle teaching on the nature of catalyst. Catalyst, all catalyst, is, is designed to offer experience. It means, you know, phenomena in the octave. <laughs> all phenomena, phenomenological generation, the arising of phenomena, nama rupa, <laughs> name and form. Nama, rupa, name and form in Buddhism, Hinduism. Uh, the establishing of what we're calling namarupa, meaning our naming activity or our concepts, right? We have perception and a consciousness by which we generate conception, uh, fashioned, uh, fashioned interpretation, which is our experience. In the in the tarot series, uh, the series of the seven nodal points for mind and then body and then spirit proceeds through matrix to potentiator to catalyst to uh, experience four and then the significator five and then there's a great way in transformation so from uh, three to four we have the nodal points of catalyst and then experience right the catalyst of mind being um, what the uh, empress and then the um, I forgot the name, the number, the names of the cards three and four. But the catalyst of mind or catalyst leads to the experience of mind or experience form, the experience position, the position of catalyst, the position of experience. By by our meeting of catalyst, we fashion self-experience. Experience is fashioned by. Um, the uh, the quality, the quantity, the means, the entirety of our response to catalyst is the fashioning of experience. This offering of experience is in fact a self-fashioning of experience. I walk into a room, a person shouts at me, uh, and I say, I hate you, oh my God, it's such a terrible place, I have to leave. 
if I were more skillful and mature, a person shouts at me and I say, hey man, how are you doing? Or, you got a problem? What's wrong? Are you okay? You have a lot of pain, don't you? You never healed your issues with your father, did you? So, <laughs> there are, you know, what's my experience? I might have had a, I can say, I had terrible experience, they shouted at me. Uh, or, I had no experience. Mm, all is one. A wounded person opened their mouth. So, uh, for us on the positive path, the uh, proper, you know, the, the, the ideal, <laughs> the skillful way of meeting Catalyst is uh, by love and acceptance. By meeting catalyst, or commonly called experience, by um, the willingness, you see, it's really, you know, we, you know, just to just say I love you or I love it or I accept it is a little uh, fake and fatuous and um, a little false. I can try. I I can say I know I try. I try to meet catalyst or experience. You know, technically, again, you know, experience, let's just say raw experience, un unfashioned experience, we call catalyst. Something happens. Something arises in the body. I got a condition. Something arises in the mind. Something arises in the field around me, in the social matrix or relationship group. Something happens. You can call that an experience, but it's unfashioned. Uh, we then fashion it by the way we meet it. That's um, the fashioning of experience by catalyst, the fashioning of experience from catalyst. If we are on the positive path, we should seek, we ought to seek to love and accept it and then understand it. That's the, the positive use of a catalyst. Uh, but we can't say we do, but we can surely say we seek it. I seek to understand it and accept it fully and thereby love it. Now, that's the positive path. The seeking to meet catalyst with love and acceptance, that then fashions us polarized or um, usable experience. We form um, raw life experience or catalyst arising uh, into usable experience by the positively polarized, efficient, and skillful use of that, or meeting of that catalyst with love and acceptance. The seeking to love and accept and understand. That's all. I seek. You, you don't know if we're going to succeed or fail, or how, how fully we really truly are accepting and knowing, understanding and uh, loving. We don't really know how much, but we can keep seeking it. Uh, in the case when the person on the positive path doesn't meet experience or catalyst <laughs> with love and acceptance, and the one on the negative path doesn't know how to repress it and control it and vent it skillfully, then, Ra said, neither path being chosen. The catalyst fails in its design, the entity, and then the person didn't learn. They didn't learn from their life. Then what happens is the person, the entity, goes on, further life mm, experience, further progression in life occurs, then uh, more catalyst comes. Uh, the catalyst, again, doesn't cause it to form a bias. Uh, you see, Ra's mixing up a, a, a couple of things here. 
in the case of somebody who's not on a path, pre-polar, non yet polarized, right? Pre-polarized, uh, people who are living ordinary lives, ordinary folks, who haven't chosen their values, their moral values, their moral valuation of life, their meaning of life, their morally valued um, sense of meaning in life. Life is for learning and helping and the best for all in truth and goodness or control you know control and domination so on you know that person becomes the king of the heap (laughs) the king of the heap of illusion Uh, that's the formation of bias or polarization in the case uh, where people have not chosen that which is the majority of people here then catalyst fails in its design in the case also when the person doesn't is polarized but doesn't meet that catalyst with love acceptance then in that case we can say that catalyst fails in its design meaning the person is not seeking and moving towards becoming one they're not continuing polarity positive or negative then the entity goes on and other catalyst comes up which may be more intense than the one they just didn't use obviously right um increasing God knocking more loudly at the door, which means uh, the woman chooses uh, an abusive husband and then realizes he's a bad guy and gets out. But she still has some kind of um, masochist tendency or deep self-blame and ends up choosing a guy who's even more abusive than the first one. (laughs) That's a problem. Then that's the intensification of catalyst as a response to um, non-use, inefficient use, non-use, avoidance of using the catalyst that came before it. That more intense catalyst arising, being experienced, then uh, may lead, it doesn't cause the person to form a bias, but the person forms a bias in response to that more intensive catalyst in that case, would be the bias of the positive or negative path, acceptance and love versus separation and control. Uh, and of course, there's no lack of space and time uh, in which people may make uh, polarized, efficient use, or skillful use of catalyst for soul evolution. Right? There's reincarnation. That's why. And in fact, you know, the people who don't believe in reincarnation, they really are kind of. Um, uh, uh, they have a deformity. They have a mental, spiritual, metaphysical deformity <laughs> in my little book because uh, you cannot really heartfully make sense of this life and what occurs or the catalyst we get, a life experience, without an understanding of karma and reincarnation. Now, you know, the skeptics will say, oh, there's no proof, and it's just your fantasy, it's your psychological need, it's just your delusion, you stupid superstitious religionists and New Age goofballs, don't, you know, you make up what you want, and karma and reincarnation, there's no proof. Well, of course there's no proof. That doesn't mean it's not true. (laughs) So, now, it may be, um, well just say that in my understanding it's a serious it's a it's a kind of um debility it's a disability americans with disability act (laughs) it's a human 3d souls with disability manifestation when people cannot accept karma and reincarnation because you can't make sense of this life without it you can't make sense of what appears to be unjust catalyst unjust 
life experience for people. Uh, and so, uh, without the view of karma and reincarnation, it's actually kind of hard also to polarize onto the positive and the negative path, in a sense, or at least higher levels of polarization require a multi-incarnational view, multi-dimensional, multi-incarnational view. Anyway, that's very important, and um, it, it, I, it helps me in understanding, talking with people who have no spiritual view or are an atheist, materialist view. Uh, it's very painful for them to talk about multi-dimensionality or multi-incarnational reality or anything, karma and reincarnation. It, it's very upsetting. They may just get angry. They have generally an emotional charge to talk about it. Anyway, to the end of the session, 46, 17, and 18, Don forms a long question here, 46, 17, I am assuming that the sub-logos, or the logos' plan, for positively and negatively oriented social memory complexes in fourth density or above, or the plan is for positively and negatively polarized social memory complexes in 4D and above, He's assuming that's the logoic plan. Can you tell me the purpose of the plan for these two types of social memory complexes with respect to Coulomb's law or negative and positive electrical polarity or any way you can? <laughs> Very complicated question. Ra said, the instrument grows weary. We shall speak with you again. We may indicate the possibility, without further harm to this instrument, of approximately two sessions per your weekly period. They were pushing too many until these weeks of potential for attack and presence of very low physical energy are past, may we say it is good to be with this group. We appreciate your fidelity. Are there any brief queries before the end of this work time? So they totally non-respond to Don's question 4617 and ask for a brief query, and Don returns, repeats the the. the ending session query about how to take care of Carla 4618, only if there is anything we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or to improve the contact and raw answers each is supporting the instrument well and the instrument remains steady in its purpose you are conscientious, all is well we ward you or warn you, we ward you where of any laxity regarding the arrangement and orientation of the appurtenances, meaning the, the uh, objects behind her head or on the bed, the uh, chalice and the censer and the Bible and the candle. Uh, we ward you where, meaning we warn you to be aware and be careful of laxity or carelessness in the arrangement of those objects. And Ra gives the final... Uh, greeting or final benediction departure and says, I am Ra. I leave you, my friends, in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one infinite creator, Adonai. And that's session 46. Now, uh, we see a lot of important material about Catalyst here, and it's very helpful to know this, these principles well. In session 47, uh, we don't have any uh, personal material and we're out of that phase. We will get back to that later, I think, in 48. Uh, 
but in 47 we have 16 exchanges more talking about densities and a massive response 47.8 uh, going through the energy bodies of mind body spirit complex associated with the seven chakras the correlation of seven chakras with seven energy fields seven bodies seven energy fields associated with each of the seven rays very important answer there and then uh, more discussion of harvest and fourth density more cosmology uh, very 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 important and useful stuff in a very harmonic session 47 actually so that'll be it for today yeah well you see that's actually taking from Tanisaro Biko Biku translator main translator on the access to insights website about uh, Theravadan Buddhism Theravadan early Buddhism Indian Buddhism Pali language PALI Pali language canon translator Tanisaro Biku a monk a John teacher uh, understanding the fourth skanda the five skandhas are the heaps body or form feelings in the body or sensations perceptions of body and mind I mean the capacity for the, the five physical senses and the mind sense of awareness or seeing knowing and the fourth skanda fashionings or skamskara so samskara is conceiving conceptualization uh, fashionings of um, experience or fashionings of catalyst into experience fashionings interpretations of our perceptions right I walk into the room someone yells my fashioning is he's a bad guy uh, this is a bad place uh, I must leave and I'm so upset another person or me or another one another time may fashion or interpret or conceive their response or that situation differently mm-hmm. that's samskara the fourth skanda and that's called volitional compounds or uh, fashionings, fabrications, uh, naming activity, how we interpret uh, experience, how we how we interpret catalyst and form a fashion experience. That's totally subjective, and it's malleable or plastic, and it can change. You know, uh, it's like people going home to meet the parents for the holidays. People can say, "Oh, it's so upsetting. I go home and my parents are such a mess, or my family is so dysfunctional." But if that person changes their mind or grows in love and understanding, they come back to the family later, and they don't have the same, you know, painful experience. They have a pleasant experience because they fashioned the similar, uh, the same kind of catalyst of the parents' patterns and the situation in the family. They fashioned that catalyst differently by greater love and uh, uh, understanding, leading to wisdom, knowing, and peace and balance and all that. And then you can say. Oh, it's very nice to go home to see my parent, my parents. Right. So, is it nice or is it not nice? Well, it's made by you, and yeah. it's made by that fashioning of some, that's you know the interpretive set, how we interpret, the filter we apply, the way the the lens or the filter through which we see experience or see catalyst, making experience out of it. I had a terrible experience. Well, you made it. <laughs> Now it can yeah. be that there's, uh, you know, service of self or negativity in the others in the place in the situation, of course. But what you make of it is up to you, and um, emotionality is optional. <laughs> you know, 
emotionality uh, and emotional charge, getting emotional charge, emotionally charged up, is optional, and done by the perceiver, by the interpreter of the perceptions. That's very very subtle, and that that leads to a deep. It comes from and it leads to a deepening of uh, responsibility, right? The secret. You create your own reality. Uh, uh, energy follows thought. As thought, so uh, believed. <clears throat> As we think it, so we believe it to be. And that then associates with core beliefs. It, it's uh, We interpret in relation or in association to uh, generally unconscious core beliefs. And then by the... Um, the uh, spiritualization or uh, increased love, wisdom, uh, contribution, participation in the way we uh, meet catalyst or fashion experience, um, we change core beliefs. <laughs> core beliefs change, right? Like I'm in meditation at age 20 or 19 and uh, have an insight, oh, self is just a thought. At that point, that's not Sotapanna, but that's, uh, you know, akin. It's sort of, it's not Sotapanna, but it's basically realization that, that my thoughts about myself are simply empty thoughts. And the sense of self is associated with or born of a continuity of thought and belief in those thought, thoughts. Then, knowing that or having some gnosis, there's a change in comprehension which leads to a change in core beliefs which leads to a change in the way of fashioning my interpretation of situations. You know? If somebody says, oh, you're a bad guy, uh, and I know that self is a thought, then I'm, not le I'm less likely to say, how dare you call me a bad guy? Because I know that what you think of me uh, is, is uh, you know, is like a cloud. <laughs> is, is just another thought, set of thoughts. It may be true. I need to look at it, but uh, it doesn't touch identity. It doesn't touch true identity. True identity is beyond the thoughts of self, beyond the sense of self formed by thought. And that there is transformation of core beliefs, one may um, presume or consider. Yes, and that's why Ra gave the teaching, um, the moment contains love, which is, as you say, no matter how you handle, we handled Catalyst in the past, we can change or improve or enlighten or refine our meeting of Catalyst today. And in any moment, there is love. Or, in all moments, we may open heart. Or meet our Catalyst with what? With love. What is that? That means the seeking of unconditional acceptance and understanding. Uh, in any, you know, the moment contains the potential for understanding. The moment contains acceptance. <laughs> the moment contains understanding. Or contains or presents the possibility or presents the reality that we may bring understanding and acceptance to what's occurring. And then uh, there's deep transformation. And then one you can say, takes control of one's life, but it's not control in the way of domination. It's the wise direction of will. I direct my will towards the seeking of acceptance and understanding 
in the way I meet or handle or respond to what occurs in my life, which is called catalyst, which then leads me to be fashioning personal experience in a more polarized or positive way. In this case, means um, seeing life um, with greater open heart and greater green-blue activation, um, where I can accept more as is, and I can know more as is, without a distorted personal overlay. So it's free from psychologizing, <laughs> free from, free from uh, the format, you know, freeing ourselves from uh, the formation of psychological complexes and conflicts. You know, uh, the the dissolution of uh, psychological complexes associated with self-conflict or self-rejection, or uh, fear, weakness, and wrong beliefs core, you know, un, unhealthy, unhelpful, uh, distorted core beliefs, they, they too can fall away as we center on the seeking uh, to understand and accept, as is. Now then, then there may be uh, obviously a need to respond to the other, to the situation, by physical action or by speech, of course. But first we do the work in mind. And that doesn't have to be um, uh, very mechanistic um, or sort of sequential, let me do this and now let me do this and now let me do that. But, but a, a kind of gestalt, uh, a, an acknowledged um, whole body, whole being, gestalt uh, way of being with experience, way of being with catalyst. I wish to be, uh, I wish to understand everything. I wish to accept everything as it is. Now, I may, from that acceptance, go to rejection. <laughs> like, I accept it as it is. I accept my partner is this way, or the situation is this way. Uh, I seek to know it more deeply and see how I might be making more trouble. But if I can see that uh, I'm no longer making more trouble, but it's a very unhealthy situation, or relationship, or dysfunctional or harmful person, I may reject uh, them or the situation, which really just means uh, I choose to leave. I choose to, uh, to separate from it, to um, go a different way. That's, you can call that rejection, but it's a, um, again, wise use of, of uh, will towards what seems to be a more harmonious way. But it's based on, first, an initial willingness to accept and understand and get beyond self-blame. We can accept and understand our self-blame, too, or our blame of the other, too. Okay, I'm blaming you, and uh, I'm blaming me. And then I can accept that you are this way. I can accept that you are not, you are this dysfunctional way, but you're not only that. You also may be loving and may be honest and may be goodly, but it may be that you uh, are choosing to reject that in yourself. <laughs> So then I may choose to uh, leave the situation or the relationship. And all of that can be done. It's all mental. It's all in your mind. Uh, but it all can be done in a pretty smooth way. And that's, that's um, the difference between a beginner and somebody a little bit more experienced with this. Um, it's, not, it's done in a more seamless, S-E-A-M, seamless way, hopefully. At least we seek to do it that way, you know, um, and it's very helpful.
this is, you know, this is the nitty-gritty of soul evolution on the positive path. <laughs> Thank you very much for being here with me and us. I hope you're all well. Uh, enjoy, enjoy the light. Enjoy the air. Enjoy your awareness. And see you next time. Good night.